All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. And then there were three. Anemic. Suprema Roll Call. Suprema. Suprema Roll Call. Suprema. Suprema Roll Call. This makes sound like nine people. Suprema Roll Call. Cecily's arrived. Yeah. And she be strong. Yeah. Oh my God, I just messed up my own roll call. Suprema, roll call. My name is Sugar. Yeah. Been waiting so long. Yeah. To profess my love for. Yeah. Cecily von Ziegazar. Suprema, Suprema, roll call. Suprema, roll call. It's Laia. Yeah. With Cecily. Yeah. Damn, I messed up too. I was gonna say horny to you. What is going on? So it's Suprema. Is it Monday? Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Well, I'm Cecily. Yeah. Feel kind of dumb. Yeah. Hope I don't ruin this show. Yeah. Before it's even begun. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Wait a minute. Suprema roll. Stop the beam. Should we? Uh, no, we're we, breaking our own we, rules. Stop, stop, stop the beam. Stop just, the beam. Just mute it. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. mute it. We just got murdered on our own. This is some Nas Jay Z shit <laughs> where like Eminem murdered us on our own. I feel shit. good. I said yeah, Cecily von Ziegazar. So I think he kind of fumbled. I'm the good. Leg. I'm All good. right, can you pronounce it fully? Did 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 my he... name or? Von Z- that ain't her name. He, Steve just. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> no, referencing a middle name or something. No, Cecily uh-huh. Von Ziegazar, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I don't know your middle She's name. Not, Cecily. Oh, so. it's not that. Okay. That's not her. She okay. wrote. Cecily Von Ziegazar wrote the novels that became Gossip Girl. How right. Do Wait, how what? do you know that, Steve? I looked up famous Cecilys to try and get some ideas oh, for really this. you really be doing your, okay, roll call. Did you know this before he referenced it? Or did. did this take you by surprise as well? No, I mean it took. I forgot who she. There's a there's a couple Cecilys. Yeah, there's not that many. Yeah. In history, to be honest with you. 
Oh. No? My I grandfather was Cecil. That's why I'm Cecily. And I, yeah, no, no. But a Cecily. Well, I don't know Cecily. Well, yeah, this is a sad low for us on Quest Love <laughs> Supreme because messing up our, our theme is, is such a rarity. Yeah, but it's I'm been just three saying, years. You know, it we makes me did. feel very comfortable, I will say. I feel I it bet. makes me feel at home. You did awesome. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you that point advantage, Steve. I yeah, thought you leave just... me out of this. We messed up thing. <laughs> me and Amir messed it up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of uh, Anemic Supreme, brought to you <laughs> by the only one, uh, Questlove. Uh, we're at iHeartRadio, uh, streaming on all formats that you get your podcast goodies. Uh, we have uh, Laia in the house, and we have Sugar Steve. Um, Shout out to Unpaid Bill and yeah. Fontigolo's out getting cigarettes still. He, <laughs> he said he returned one day. Uh, yeah, we're, we're waiting. And Boss Bill. We're like three left. Oh, Boss Bill, that's right. We're yeah. like half a six pack. Yeah. So c- what rules can we b- break now that we can Boss eat? Bill... We could do. Let me can stop. we I'm eat? Supposed, no, I can't. I'm supposed to be in charge. So I, I got to show some order. <laughs> so no, guys. We're sticking by the rules. We talked to Cecily and we don't go into the so rabbit hole. So I can't holes. eat my breakfast right now? Like. Well, knowing you, you got some little bird seeds. So what you got? Nah, it's good. It's good. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today. I'm very, very honored to have. Uh, what I when I when I mention my place of employment, I refer to it as Thirty Rock University. I, I consider it a college, a post grad school. I consider it life lessons, and um, it's always an honor to pick the brain. Of fellow thirty rock thirty Rockians, especially uh, those that are in the upper echelon of the eighth floor of the institution, otherwise known as Saturday Night Live. Um, I will say, in the last eight years, our guest today has given me some of my favorite moments on the show ever. Uh, I try not to stalk her DMs <laughs> with with praise o- over that night's performance, but I'm the nerd that's always like somewhere in the audience judging every show. Um, your characters alone, I mean, your Stormy, Stormy Daniels, your Melania Trump, your Lin-Manuel yeah. was, that's why I'm really mad that freaking <laughs> Bill's not here. Uh, Bill's a fellow Hamiltonite. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the original Cecily Strong. Original. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so happy to be here. Yes, we're very happy. to. How, how are you today? Uh, I'm all right. I'm cold. It's cold. This weather is bad. Um, it it is hell, especially where we work. Yeah, getting to work. Are, 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 I, I are you a like real American gladiator around yeah. this time of year? <laughs> like trying to get into that building. It is. Yeah, it's the hardest thing in the world. I try. They're firing at us. <laughs> you know how they did that on American Gladiator? Yes. Yeah. I know. How do Very you, familiar. Do you? Are you a subway to work person? Or are you a walk to work? I'm person? a walk to work. Oh, so see. Oh, God. You you. Ooh, you, you followed the rules. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so when I first started working here, I naturally thought, okay, I'll move to Brooklyn or whatever. Yeah. And my management's like, nah, if it was up to them. Like Steve once joked, like, they want you to live at 31 Rockefeller Plaza <laughs> just to, you know, just in case. Because it's almost like being on call to yeah. be a doctor or whatever. Like, you have to immediately. And just as important. Yeah, it's no. Well, it, it is actually you, know. you Stasley. Yeah, what you do? I mean, you too. Wow. But I was just saying that what she does. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's an institution. So yeah, it is. I f- I feel like an on call doctor. Uh-huh. Like you, you pretty much if they call you, you have to be with there within like a half hour for anything. 
I don't know if it's that way all year round for you, though. I mean, once the season's over. Oh, yeah, then... no. Then I, they're not allowed. You have something called a break. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have two phones then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't get the other number. Ah! <laughs> wow. Ah, shout out to two phones. See, I told you. That. I'm kidding. I, but I do have a burner number. That's kind of exciting. Oh, my God. You're like a character on the wire. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get it from the bodega? No, I, it's on my phone. <laughs> but it's because I use so many apps. Like ordering thing, I don't leave my Wait, house. Wait, time out. Okay, so I'm about to reveal my age. You're telling me that I can get a burner number and still on my phone? Absolutely, for free. And have two numbers yeah. on this phone. Yeah. Now, I know you could do that with like, is that like the Google phone number thing you're saying? No? It's similar, but it's its own app. And you can just choose So like your... if a Tinder date goes good, then you can give your real number. The real, Exactly. And if it does it, then... It's great not having to give out your real number. Yeah. Ah. Well, see, now's the point. My burner, my fake phone <laughs> was... My bat phone was once the the coveted phone. And then for some reason now, I've given everybody my bat number. So my real number, like no one calls that anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I dubbed that mom phone. That's so. say one number. My, my, it's mainly hey, Grubhub. Yes, I gave my number out. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> we learned quick. He was like, he ain't answering this. Sorry. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, yeah, that's mom phone. Only talk to my mother on that phone. Okay, so what got you here? Where were you born? Uh, I was born in Springfield, Illinois. Okay, so to outsiders of, of the Midwest, us East Coasters, in our minds, it's either Chicago or not Chicago. Right. So it's definitely not Chicago. How not Chicago is it? It's very not Chicago. I, I mean, I only was there for a year and a half. Okay. So I can't say I remember much of Springfield. It's the capital of Illinois. Well, pretty exciting. It's also where know, the Simpsons live. And I actually, I, I saw uh, that's, uh, I think that's where Barack Obama announced Joe Biden as his VP in 2000. And you were there to see it? You know it. Drove wow. three and a half hours. I see. And Abraham and freezing. Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. You're on a roll, Gossip Girl. I looked up famous Abrahams. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you only lived there a year and a half. And then right. Where and then right outside of Chicago. Okay. Oak Park. Are you... Okay, anybody that's Dan from... Dan Castellaneta. Did you say Simpsons? I did. Yes. Yeah. I said because he's from Monk Park. Oh, so that's why Springfield. Well, no. Oh. I, that was just a weird okay. coincidence. Segway. Um, so, yeah, there's two questions about Chicago. One, are, as, as a resident, are you sort of dismayed at the sort of hashtag what about Chicago stain that's on the city right now? Or at least the kind of the... The, the 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 cloud that looms over the idea of Chicago. Like, what is your version of Chicago? Uh, it's weird because I, when I, I mean, I grew up, I did a lot of theater in Chicago as a kid. Uh, and then I was, my dad worked um, in PR in Chicago and did a lot for the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And again, when I think of Chicago, I, it's all like Obama for me because that's the years I was there. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's always, um, and I have a good friend, my little sister, she's my fake little sister from the South Side, so of course her experience was very different than mine growing up, but I think... Um, Wait a minute, I'm sorry, I, I just I, we have to acknowledge, like, I only thought like black people had like play cousins, 
and fake <laughs> family <laughs> members. Unless it's in the program. Is she an official little sister? No. no. Okay, then yeah, you're right. They were yeah. quotes. They were <laughs> yeah, air quotes. Okay. I was like, oh, why yeah. do you got to play cousins too? Okay, good. No, you know what it was? It was like I met her. I just, I lost a friend uh, to a drug overdose, and she lost her older brother, uh, which is part, part of Chicago too. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like we had, like the universe gave, Y'all just met gave us when, to each other. Yeah. And you're friends to this day? Oh, yeah. She's oh, coming this weekend. How much younger is she? She's uh she feels like she's like 15 years younger sometimes, but she's about five years younger. Okay. So you're motherly. I'm de- well, I'm an older. The, I'm not motherly. You're the designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> Never designated driver. Just older sister. Oh, okay, I see. Um, actually, what I want to know, I, I don't think we've interviewed anyone in the comedy world from Chicago on this show. I don't think we have. Um, what is it? Does Why it, does is this have something to do with mustard and ketchup and hot dogs? No, that's that's letter. <laughs> I want to know why ketchup is not allowed on. You know, I don't even <laughs> eat hot dogs or red meat, so I'm the, not the one to ask. But I do know you don't. You're not supposed to. Yeah, ketchup like you'll get kicked no, out. No mustard, of... only mustard, and whatever. T- what is it? I've, I've heard some. I've heard some talk, and I I believe that this goes back to. The Heinz family from nearby Pittsburgh sort of having a beef with the Pit, what's the billionaire family from Chicago, the the Pietzer, P- Pritz, 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 yeah, what's yeah. I'm hearing that the beef starts there. So when you order, <laughs> but then or, Heinz bought the mustard too. <laughs> well, maybe then it was like okay. Well, uh, yeah, I don't, no. don't want to be the person like spreading false propaganda. <laughs> It's what like, I do know is that um, you get laughed out of any establishment uh, okay. if ketchup. I think it's just like Chicago has a couple things they just like to be stubborn about, I think. Well, your pizza sucks. Not you, but I'm just saying. I'll you don't like Chicago pizza? After, I mean, it's going to kill you. you I've done, oh. done some research. <laughs> Most <laughs> of the food there will kill you. Yeah, it is. so good. Well, cheesesteaks yeah. will kill us, too, so let, let right. it, you okay. know. Yeah. Not, there's really good. I will say it's my favorite city to eat. At some of the best restaurants I've ever, even just like a small, like little Greek restaurant, a little Thai. It's all so good. I've been, okay, so as of this taping, for some reason I've been booked in Chicago every weekend for the last five weekends. Um, Great time to be there. Really? Gorgeous weather. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> actually, no, weird enough. Uh, the last time. You're jinxing yourself now, I will say. You're going to be stuck there. I will, I will say that. Uh, both times in the winter, it was like 59 degrees for some reason. Oh. I came dressed for like, all right, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's the cold? Where's the cold? And um, I was sweating. Like, it was it was spring weather. I mean, so I will, it's, for it's probably warming. unpredictable. Yeah, but it's the worst winters. Oh, I, I have like, I have like nightmares about it. I know. Thinking about it. I know. We, we know. But <laughs> I will say that uh, I tried... Okay, they told me not to call it the Illuminati. Luminati. Oh, Lou Malnati's. Okay, but there I has lo- to, I th- love Malnati's. There has to be a connection to the Illuminati. <laughs> is that a food? Uh, Illuminati's it's a really good pizza. pizza. And I will say, I know Willie Malnati. He has a podcast now, too. He's in New York. <laughs> About pizza? No. Cause oh. he, he, no. His is entertainment. But he is a Malnati, and I did a show with him when I was 12 or 13 at the Goodman. Really? And it was during the summer, so Taste of Chicago was going on, and Ooh. we got free pizza. Still never been to Taste of Chicago. 
Yeah, it's 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 my favorite. Lumanati is my favorite. Pizza, I, I will have to say, I was really impressed with that pizza. You can um, you can get it shipped. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that though. I know. I, I I'm with you. <laughs> that's a that's a dangerous. Yeah. I don't want to fall down. Um, it's like I I have an addiction to pizza, so I have to stay away. So, how do you feel about New York pizza? I, I mean, I pretty much like all pizza. No, you can't do that. I, I, I do. I have, have you a taken problem. a pizza tour of New York? No. I will say, you know what? I did have pizza I didn't like here the other day. And I, Are you I don't want to say, say where it's from because I don't want to. Is it not raised? Or is it an established spot? It's an established People spot. sit on uh, in Williamsburg, um, Grimaldi's. I love that you're looking at me. Well, because the show's so anemic now, there's only two people left. <laughs> you better look at Steve for Brooklyn reference. I don't leave Manhattan. I, I've been to Brooklyn three times. What is in eight years? I mean, there's plenty of shitty pizza in New York, yeah. but there's no, there's but there's, there's great awesome spots pizza. Too. Yeah, um, it's the best pizza. But it's not like every slice you get is going to be like oh, right. New York. City See, for pizza. me though, it's it's like as far as the 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 Korean food fair, uh, Chinatown. Even soul food, Jamaican spots in Brooklyn. I've, I've. That's what a culture is. So I've yeah. slowed up. I've kind. Of, well, I've just discovered that Queens is like. I'm. I might have to do my next book strictly on restaurants in Queens. Like some of the best restaurants in New York, are those family restaurants. Really. Yes, in Queens, you oh. got it. You got to venture out the city. See, I. I have a car. <laughs> I don't know. So. <laughs> yeah, you it don't have a vehicle, like right? No. See, yeah, if you... You need a Maybach. Well, you... <laughs> I'm just joking. What? You said the car. Anyway. I got you off track. You were going to say yeah, something about um, well, Chicago yeah, comedians. I was going to before say I about up, community, but yeah, let's just, and... we often rabbit hole on the show. Oh, so. sure. Um, what it, no, let's go back to Queen. Anyway, you need a car <laughs> to explore the city for. A I, I'm, food I have such bad anxiety. I could, I would, I could never drive in the city. Really? <laughs> well, this is the hardest city to drive in in the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mother always said, you, if you learn to drive in New York, you can drive. You can anywhere. drive anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Well, I feel I can drive anywhere now. They have the rickshaws now too with the bicycles. I should, yeah, I can yeah. probably do Those that. Those are really expensive. Yeah. They're like like fifteen dollars for well, fifteen also, seconds. I can't. <laughs> I don't. I will never feel okay about a person. It's weird. Yes. Acting like a horse to me. It is weird. It just makes. It feels like I. I would the whole time. I'd be apologizing. <laughs> I'd be asking if Not, I could help. It would just make me. It I'd be makes watching me the feel, meter. The, the meter. Is well, let me let me interject. All right, so Lai is clowning me about my swanky car choice. You still thinking about that? I was just joking. I code switch in Philadelphia. I would never let my friends see me in such a swanky <laughs> swanky car. So I have like my very first uh-huh. Scion, the beat up Scion. You still got? Oh my god! Okay. I will never divorce. You never give up your first car. You're, okay. Like I'm keeping that shit forever. I love that car. Um, however, yes, I have a swankalicious car. In New York, yeah, because I got to get around and go to point A and point B. The reason why I got that swanky car was because I learned the hard way, and this is pre Uber, how cabs really won't stop for people of color. And I was rushing to Penn Station, and a r- poor rickshaw guy Mm-mm. had to take me. Mm. And this is when I was like four hundred pounds. P.S. So, that was two hundred pounds ago, people. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm almost there. I got sixty pounds left. <laughs> All right, so yeah, four hundred pound me and two big giant Kipling luggage bags, and the poor kid. I was like, "Are you going to make it to Penn Station in an hour?" <laughs> Since I got this, and cut to 
Like, oh. <laughs> like he was. And the thing was, on my Twitter timeline, literally on my Twitter timeline, there was like the narrative of the story. Like, guys, I, I could have sworn I just saw Questlove inside of a bicycle rickshaw on Fifth Avenue. It looked like him. Yo, dude, I'm on 42nd Street. I just saw Questlove. Yo, dog, I'm on 37th Street. I think Questlove. You know, and poor guy. Like, listen, I missed the train, so it took him that long to haul. Like. Five hundred pounds That's worth of, of yeah. So what was that tip, Amir? You had to, you had to, you blessed them, right? I am, I'm addicted to over tipping. Okay. That's that's one of my, and that's not even a humble brag. Like, I'm one of those people that get gets into those like you know the pretty woman. Uh, oh. That that watch costs two thousand dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll buy ninety five billion. <laughs> like I'm one of them people that will like defy you. Like I have money. That that sort of thing. Oh. You know, uh, sound engineers accept tips, by the way. That's what Derek said behind you. That's what Derek <laughs> said. Thank you. Steve is our sound engineer at 30 Rock. Anyway, yeah. so why is Chicago the, who dubbed it the, the, the or who christened it as the comedy epicenter? Mm. Like, why does one have to go to Chicago? The second city? Like, what is it? Yeah, I think... It just, I think, well, there's a lot of theater in Chicago. Um, it's cheaper than New York and is it? LA to live. Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's like $5 probably. Oh, my apartment. Cheaper. $5 cheaper for me. Well, I was living in, it was a weird little artist studio, but it was, and this was a lot of money for me, but it was like $600 a month, my rent. What year was this? That was 2000. Was it the Williamsburg of Chicago? Eight. No, this was Old Town. Wow. I don't know the section, so like, what would yeah. Old Town be here? Like? So that's... Uh, Queens? Oh God, or... I would never know. Um, it, that's where Second City was. But it was like a nice neighborhood. Yeah. And my first apartment, it was a two-bedroom. It was big, and it was like, we paid $700. Uh-uh-uh. We? Oh, so it was like... I had a roommate. Yeah, so we each paid. You got to check in with your friends. I'm curious what if it's gone up. That's interesting. Can I, I mean, I'm now? sure it's... Right? <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah. There now. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. 
You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, so you, what was your uh, childhood like? Like, what was your come to Jesus moment with flirting with comedy? Because I don't, like, when do people finally admit, like, I'm funny. I want to be... In comedy, was it that you wanted to be an actress? First, yeah, I, or? I was. I did a lot of th- like straight theater growing up, and I did a lot in Chicago. I did my first uh, professional show, and they were all like dramatic musicals. Growing up, and then I went to college. It wasn't until college uh, I went to Cal Arts, and I had a teacher. Uh, I was doing a scene from Angels in America because when I was eighteen, everybody wanted to do Angels in America. So good, <laughs> um, and and people were laughing. Like I'm Wait. being dramatic right now, uh, and then I, the teacher suggested I take a class at the Groundlings, and that was like, I'd always, I mean, I thought I was funny, but I was also like, but I'm a serious actor. That's what it is. So too. you Y'all really wanted to be serious, and instead it came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think even now, I, that's how I started. I think like a lot of comedy is just human beings feeling anything can be funny. That reminds me. Um, speaking of SNL. I didn't realize this until maybe a week and a half ago that Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig actually did a Lifetime movie. Yes. Seriously. Like, they yeah. did it. I think I remember this. They did it yeah. seriously, yeah. but as a tongue-in-cheek yeah. thing to, to be funny. Really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love so. it. Yeah. I mean, they're both. Are they alumni from? No. I'm like, no, they're, they're groundlings. They're, see, between groundlings and Second City, Bloods and Crips. Yo, they got <laughs> they got both. So of course, all of these. <laughs> well, I will say, LA like groundlings is very character based, right? Uh, and Chicago, there's like you know. So break have, it down to people because somebody's I mean, listening who has no idea. I feel idea like either. I'm the worst to break it down. So this will be very simplified. And probably comedy <laughs> nerds will yell at me, but so LA groundlings, it's all very charactery. Uh, and then New York improv is very like fast. Um, it's closer to like what I would think of as like when you hear British comedy or English comedy, mm-hmm. you know. And then Chicago does weird. You do like the you know we do slower artsy fartsy sometimes. Um, but but it, I would say like improv is more Chicago and sketch should be more L.A. Okay. And it feels like when you're doing it in L.A., you're doing it to get. A part. T- uh, TV jobs, yeah. So is there, was there an end game for you in entering 
Second City or I'm pretty much people know that the the road that leads to SNL. I would never have ever said that um, because I just don't like to set myself up to be let down. I like to set the bar very low. But I uh, I was just like you know if I if this is what my if I get to do like some shows every now and then and um, at Second City and at IO if this is like where the top that I get, I'd be happy. So what is the process? I'm only asking because, oh, God. How do I say this? Okay, so I once, okay, so I once dated uh, a comedian. Okay. (laughs) And uh, I felt, see, I have. So it was miserable. I I I have a relationship with failure, not as an F word, but as a learning yeah. experience. And I feel like in your years of comedy, it's almost like if you stay in your comfort zone and only perform for your friends or like this one bar, yeah, you're not going to grow. And I kind of had to tell her, like, you have to go, like, stop going to your normal spot where you know your peeps are and go yeah. to other spots to see if it works there as well. And it was kind of hard-headed about it. And then really got a life lesson. So she went to Second City. Yeah. And that was her experimental spot that she well, went to? I, you know, she left and went to Second City. Okay. And I guess under the hopes of I'm ready, so I know I'm going to go to Second City. And then in three years, I too can be Tina Fey. Like that sort yeah. of thing. Or, or And maybe she's in her 12th year. Like... Oh, you can stay there for like that. You can just well, chill and yeah, people do. Because that's yeah. a, I mean, after a while, you get it's paid for shows. So yeah, I guess that's your lifestyle. Yeah, and so, but what I want to know is that when people come, first of all, what is the process of Second City? Is it a school? Is it just like yes? What's the rehearsal? So process? I, I, most people, when they say they're they've done Second City, it's not that they've been on a stage; it's that they've taken, taken a class, class there or done their own shows there. There's an, there's two main theaters. I mean, it could, could be totally different now. Uh, and I was on a touring company for a while, and I did a cruise ship for four months with what Norwegian. Was that like? um, so a Second City cruise ship. That was my first job with them, so it was very exciting. That's dope. But then, it, well, then it's like you're on this ship for four months. You're just like I was never on land at nighttime, which sounds crazy to say, but I really was like, I just want to have a night on wow. ground. Um, but the, it was so. It's like by two months in, it felt, I was like, I can't tell if it's prison or vacation. Uh, <laughs> and you're doing like very watered down sketch comedy for what's the age range uh it was well we ported in new york was it billed as the second city players or yeah 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 i I don't think they have the contract anymore but um it was like the first job most people do at at second city so that's the entry level yeah yeah were there any other notable so i was on the ship with alex moffett who's wow yeah yo his uh uh, Trump's son. Um, yeah, yeah, Eric. That's oh. my all-time favorite. Yeah, ship. like even when like I'll rewatch his facial expressions uh-huh. while everyone. It's some of the best shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, how long was it until 
I'm assuming either Higgins or someone discovers you and suggests. Well, actually, I went. I uh, got hired through IO. So there's a couple of theaters, it, uh, Improv Olympic, but they have to be called. I. There oh, okay. was like some lawsuit or. Oh, they the Olympics. Only say so you, you have to say IO. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was IO where I got my. I did my showcase for Lauren and some of the writers. Um, oh, so you didn't have to go through the audition process that everyone... No, no, I did. Oh, okay. But it, it just was there. Like, they go to different theaters, not because it's Second City, it's only the people that are on the stages mm-hmm. that'll be seen by uh, SNL. So wait, this is a, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to ask you like a five-year-old. So this is a special show that y'all will do because you know that they're coming? Yeah, and they do it uh, in every, in L.A., I think at different theaters they'll just be showcases pretty much and, and will I, it be showcases for snl or just you with just, people just, or yeah yeah for snl okay, okay. but yeah. is it with other people in the audience or just the seven of them in the audience oh no other people okay yeah my, I, my family was there and i thought i bombed because they were so they were so nervous because they were sitting near lauren and their, so their faces were just like, they were like ghosts. After. I was like, wow, that bad, huh? Did you remember what you did? Like, do you remember your... I, uh, I did like a lady from a, the cruise ship. I did her trying to bring a pineapple on the boat or something. I think I did Sofia Vergara. Nothing great. I don't know. It was, and it, I had never done, like I'm, I wasn't an impressionist really, but it was to get like, oh, I'm going to do something that scares me and just kind of try this out. And I took a workshop on solo characters. I would imagine that probably the the best way to get on the show is to be moldable to be anything. You know what I mean? Like it's instead of like, OK, I, I do a very specific uh, uh, Donald Trump and then like what happens four years later if that's out like but you can be moldable to be anything so I almost feel as though some people go into the process like I know people that have tried to go through the process that um were kind of stuck in a category in a corner and they weren't moldable yeah with you because I believe it's malleable I let the, this first two times I let you get away with it. Oh. The third time I'm like, all right, I, it's malleable, bro. I, thought, I just I, didn't know what he was saying. I, no, no, no. I didn't even, I wasn't even reaching for malleable. I'm just playing around, but it's malleable. Right. I wasn't yeah. reaching for malleable. I actually he was thought saying moldable. moldable. Yeah. It's not a word. Okay, sort of like imagining it's not a word either. Right. Okay, It's sort of like you. 78 other words I hear you say every day that aren't words. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay. the spirit of Bill is always here. Here we go. Malleable. Thank you. I wasn't even reaching for that, but yes, malleable. All right. And y'all would just go let me just say it. I thought it was a word that maybe yeah. I don't hear every time. Uh, yeah. This reminds me. A lot of words me, in Well, the I appreciate this. This reminds me of the time when the Roots let me go all day wearing a shirt backwards and inside out. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when I got home and went in the mirror, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. And, <laughs> And then the next day, I was like, yo, why the fuck are y'all telling me my shirt was backwards and inside out? And they were like, oh, we thought you were trying to make it different. Yeah. Yeah. Stay so, <laughs> Multiple's cool. I'm down. I'll, I'll start saying it if you want me to. No, but I will not. I, I, I now know that moldable is not a word. Nah. Good to know okay. they're the same meaning, though. Moldable and malleable, that's the same meaning? Or? It's not. One's not a word, so then. <laughs> okay, well, you're right. Okay, gotcha. Let's go back to Chicago pizza. Yeah, so, yeah. anyways. <laughs> 
No, well, what what I'm asking is, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't your first show the Mick Jagger season closer? I remember your entry. I remember. Oh, no. That was Kate who did like five episodes of that season, I think. Yeah, you. but you did a, you did, I could have sworn I saw you on a season closer. Like, I thought it was weird that I tweeted out, wait, who's this person? I don't know this person. And then someone said, you, uh, well, well, you're not a cast member. What is it called? A The feature player. Right? A feature yeah. player. But when did you come in into the show? Was it uh, the tail end of, of a previous no, season? No, it was the start of um, season 38 of 2012. Okay. How many seasons? Lord, that's, a, that's beautiful. Well, we're on 45 now. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah so. In a long time. So, okay, so you didn't have to go through the process of just being in a room with seven people and no i still had so i we had that showcase and then we did like a weird speed dating thing in chicago where a couple of us from that showcase went to go sit mm-hmm. at, with the producers and with Lauren oh. and pretend that, that was normal and then uh then we got flown out Eighty and i it, i sort of got to go through everything with Eighty though okay um which was really nice because i was going to ask you because lauren is a very i don't know him at all i've been in a room where he is uh-huh. And he seems like someone who is, he could be intimidating. Uh, yeah. Dog. So when you first met, because you just said, like, you know, I'm sitting, I did speed dating, Lauren was there. <laughs> but really, you weren't intimidating at how. Oh, no, I go? definitely was. I, I c- couldn't tell you what th- I said at that table. Okay. I remember talking about Trader Joe's. Really? <laughs> That's where I go. Yeah. I'm I mean, not like, going to imitate Lauren right now. <laughs> Everybody, Wait, I mean, it's Are you allowed to. Okay, this is the tester. This is how I know if a person's cool or not. Oh, no. I'm going to fail. Are you allowed to have popcorn? His popcorn? Yes. Everyone is, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, um, not everyone. Well, oh, when we have, like, the, me- <laughs> well, the meeting in between, the meeting in between dress and air, there's a big basket of popcorn. Right. Yeah. Okay, but that's showtime, but I'm talking about off-show hours. He got it in his office or something? He keeps it in the office? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's important. I mean, uh, I'm sure he'd let me just so he wouldn't have to say no. But okay. I don't know that I'd go knock on his door and ask for his popcorn. Okay. I was the type of person. <laughs> that's where you went wrong. That. Yeah. No, actually, I brought. Well, I I purchased three big ass bags of popcorn and brought them in Lawrence. That was my first meeting with Lauren. You purchased. Uh, I would, there was once on 48th Street, like okay. House of Popcorn. They had, he didn't charge you for his popcorn, though. No. Okay. <laughs> I brought just it. Checking. He brought so. his own, just in case he's in. <laughs> I brought my own popcorn. No, I brought it for him because yeah. I knew that he likes popcorn. The popcorn. That was, was smart. A big thing, but uh, kiss some more ass. Yeah, I didn't. You better you say it then. But that was great. Smart. It's a good move. Great move. He's the ass to kiss shit, right? I mean, sh- right? I think the room, we all agree. <laughs> so at, in eight years, do you feel comfortable now? Is it still tense if he's, if you know he's in proximity watching? Uh, and I mean, eight years, you're very established. No, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think it's more. Do you feel more, established? I, get, I mean, yes and no. Who, who can ever so you always feel like fully. there's a hand on the guillotine button? Like, Oh, this, no, I don't feel like. He'll fi- I guess it's more about the audience, where I'm like, I still don't know what they find funny. Hmm. If it, it's sort of like, it's still a, I don't know what's going to work at, at dress. So if some things work that 
dress that didn't work on the show in opposite? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. things that like I find very funny that it turns out it's only me. So how does this? So how does this work? Because you're you're a writer. So how often do you do your the things that you write get to be a part of the show? Like what's the percentage of that? Um, if it, it's usually like if there's something on update, then it's something I've written, and then I've gotten a lot to dress this year and not a lot to air. What's that? You gotta, okay, you know you gotta, gotta break ask. that down for the dummies. Okay, so, so we get things cut for time. Okay, okay, okay. I have a question about the schedule because actually, like he and I sort of quasi sort of follow the schedule. I'll schedule my life during SNL season to sort of coincide with what you guys are doing. <laughs> so, like Steve and I will like work Saturday afternoons in my studio downstairs in my dressing room, and usually I'll be done in time to go watch the taping. Yeah. So. Usually uh, our schedule is pretty moldable, but around, around <laughs> SNL season, we try and, try and moldable it. Uh, so that, That's nice. Yes. It's moldable. Anyway, so um, I know that uh, from striking up a friendship with uh, Tim Robinson, yeah, uh, when he was writing on the show, um, he explained to us that you guys do, what, eight dress or eight thirty dress? Eight, eight. Eight dress, which is a longer show. Um, Y'all are so cute. Dress short for dress rehearsal? Dress rehearsal. Okay, yeah. thank you. Okay. Sorry. They, yes. you Not know. just for me, just for, you know, for just other people block. listening yes. to y'all talk. For, yeah. There's an eight o'clock dress rehearsal. <laughs> yes. You forget. That's I know. Like, he does oh, all... this is not a normal language. It's not your fault. Language. With, more ske- with more sketches in it. Yeah. And I guess, who is the deciding committee on who makes it or doesn't make it to the final 1130 show? It's, there's a... There's a room that I've only been in once, uh, and it's the people in that room. But it's mainly, it's Lauren. Higgins and crew. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. So is there, like, the high school, uh, all right, so what word am I looking for where uh, they place the... Zigazar? <laughs> <laughs> no, the high, the, the high school, uh, where you put the, the dunce tack paddle? board or... There is a bulletin board. A bulletin board. Uh, yeah. That's what I was looking for. So... Or is it now with technology, you guys just get alerts of what your oh, of what no. the schedule is? No, and I wouldn't know how to get that anyway. There is people have like an app where they can watch their sketches, and I'm blown away by that. Wow! Oh. I, I, I'll never get it. Okay, I just won't know how. I have the burner number, and that's it. So when they put up, when the person puts up, better not to know the <laughs> bulletin board uh, notice. Then you all run like it's high school to see what made it, what didn't made it. So and- well, you we all go into it's called a meeting uh but and we'll get notes and you just kind of look at it and you try not to show too much how heartbroken you are when your sketch is on i was gonna say that side now again with failure being the f word or an education process how should one in the most non-diplomatic way you can do it without jeopardizing yourself but like how should one take failure as a writer or as a uh, person on the show if their sketch doesn't make it to 1130? Um, I mean, it always – it's funny. Some hurt more than others, and it, it it's so, like, embarrassing how much sketch comedy can be right. so emotional. And Tim and I used to joke because some things get cut during the show. You know, there's – we always – we usually go in a little long, so you may be dressed – 
just like a complete asshole waiting to go. To, you're like dressed as a pumpkin or something ready to do your sketch about farts, and then they say over the thing, like, that's been cut. No farts. And you're just standing there, like, crying, dressed like a pumpkin. Is that because of overages? Okay, uh, overages. Case in point. I was... (laughs) I think that's a word, by the way. Thank you. I was watching... All right, I was watching a Debbie Downer sketch. Yeah. That obviously went way over than it's a lot of time, but because of the... The laughter, laughter, and all that yeah. stuff to to get to the end. Somebody has to get sacrificed, right? So, are sketches based on a specific time, hoping that it doesn't run over, or? Yeah, I mean, um, usually if you're like in the last or second to last spot, you're sort of just waiting to hear the whole night, and there will be time like during the chance show. Um, w- there was an issue with the wires, and I just remember I was dangling there for so long, and I was like, something's getting cut for this. I was going to say, <laughs> While I'm like, dangling here, I know something's getting cut for this. Which leads me to the Tuesday night pitch. Now, the, one, the, the, thing, the thing that I always, and let me explain for our listeners, Higgins on our show, uh, Jimmy Sidekick on our show, is one of the main producers of SNL. So him doing the Tonight Show is sort of like me doing a DJ gig from the Roots. Like, that's his side hustle. He doesn't have to do it, but, you know, it's something to do, and it keeps him sharp comedy-wise or whatever. Um, However, the thing I always ask about Higgins, the thing that I'm most curious about are how sketches are pitched on Tuesday night to whoever the designated host is. How do you do it in in, in such a, a, a quickly executed time? How do you explain a sketch that really depends on physicality because that chance sketch that you speak of is was really i mean what made it hilarious was the fact that you guys were trapped in uh-huh. midair and these wires uh-huh. crashing all over the place <laughs> yeah. so how is that conveyed at a table well we that they say yes that'll work they we do, I, i've never had to do that. Uh, we have pitched Monday, but usually that's like you're just meeting the host sort of and seeing what they find funny or just hearing them speak or seeing them for the first time in person. And then we write on Tuesday. And I don't normally talk to the host on Tuesday because I think then they may say like, oh, that sounds fun. And what if I do this? And you're kind of like, oh. Uh, Are they there every day? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, from Monday till yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Now we can bring in the, the time lapse thing. So. Oh, wait. But before oh, we will, I just want before we do that, does that mean that comedian hosts are harder? Oh, cha- more way challenging? harder. <laughs> way harder. Yeah. Okay. So then this weekend would be really hard coming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I don't know. I, I mean, the thing is, is that Eddie, okay, we're obviously speaking before the, you know, the, the Eddie Murphy the grand yeah. return of Eddie Murphy to SNL, of which I think that because he's such, because he's he's such a, a a maverick at his job, that he would know to sort of go along with the the climate of the room, as opposed to now I was there, I was there during the whole Chappelle hosting right. situation and. Once I saw Neil Brennan 
in the hallway, I was like, oh boy. Right, because then and you forget that comedians coming. bring their own. Oh, my writers, that's yeah. the clusterfuck. I'm you sorry. know, it's I don't sometimes. Yeah, I think like this week is actually. I feel like I can kind of sit back um, because it'll be very much about Eddie, and like I think that's exciting and what he wants to do, and I'll uh, probably do I'm like an update. I'm afraid of that though. Are you? Well, only okay. What makes in my opinion, what makes his Dolomite film work mm. is he's actually kind of a straight guy. It's it's his re, it's it's like the 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 planets that the the stars that surround and the moons that surround his planet is what really makes that film funny. Like, and he's reacting to you're right because Wesley pe- Snipes makes it fun. Yeah, you're right. right. Like yeah, other like, people yeah. and. You know, I think that you guys are on such a roll. Like, I I now consider as an SNL expert that your era of SNL will be considered like a high mark cast season. The way that we looked at the '98 cast with 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 Fallon and Tita Fey, and the way that people look at the class of '91. Or seventy five, like people have specific eras of right. Like, That's theirs. That was the Chicago Bulls of that. <laughs> you guys the now, bears. you guys now have your own rhythm when yeah, you're comfortable yeah, yeah. with each other. So I think it, just, it would just behoove any host to join the gang as opposed to disrupt them. I don't know. Eddie might be. What do you think, Sassy? Because I think I, I mean I have I don't know what'll happen, but I assume. I mean, because it's his first time coming yeah. back, and he was just Wait, he's so... never hosted? No. 84 was the last time he hosted when Beverly Hills Cop came out. Wow, okay. And, and he was... the first time he hosted was inadvertently when Nick Nolte... Nick Nolte was the only person to drop out of the show, like, the Friday before. Like, fuck really? it, I'm not doing this. And so they were like, uh... Who's... Yeah, he, when he was on the cast. Yeah, so they are like, well, Eddie, you're in the movie, too, so you host it. And that became a game changer for him. Like, so you really are an expert. Um, I only know because Soul Train came on at one a.m. in Philly, <laughs> and Soul Train came on right after SNL. So it's like you watch SNL at eleven thirty, and then one a.m. finally Soul Train comes on. But if there were VCR <laughs> back then, I would have probably just recorded Soul Train and not cared about SNL as much. Wait, so on that note, just question to you: Are you were you a fan? Were you a Jane Curtin, Gilda Ratner? Like, oh, yeah. You were all in. Before. Yeah, I, uh, we had. I definitely. My mom had me watch like Gilda's show, uh, her Broadway show on tape. I had VHS of like SNL's commercials that I wore out pretty, pretty much. Uh, I liked Tracy. I mean, I watched a bunch of different. Did you have a favorite class? Like Amir just said. Um, I really enjoyed every iteration, I think, up until like you're 18 or whatever and you're too cool for SNL for a while. When you're, you know. I'm never busy. too cool for it. You're busy. Busy, Ow. yeah. <laughs> Very busy, cool, popular, always the out. The party gets at the started clubs. at 1130. Yeah. So, okay, I, I got to bring up uh, two specific, I didn't say Pacific, Specific um, sketches that you did that I felt like were really mind blowing. One for the physical comedy when you do Fox News as a Janine, yeah, Piero. Uh, I don't care if I mispronounce her. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> um, 
in dress rehearsal, did you go that hard with the spit takes and the falling on the floor? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you, all right, I was in the audience, and so to see you, it's one thing watching on television if you're at home watching the angle of it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, but to see you actually put yourself in physical danger, just like that second fall out the chair. There's two moments where she, you know, uh, well, it's not a double take, but you threw yourself out the chair. Right. I mean, I had a giant mat. I know. And I made sure to practice it a lot uh, beforehand. And I was very, like, serious about it. Like, you promised me time. To practice throwing myself out of a chair, and I need this time to do that. You did it on the floor or like elsewhere? Uh, on the floor, because the, you only have that. I just needed to see like the space, uh, you know, seeing what you can do at that desk. You nailed it because it, it's close I, my up. My shoe on you. flew off on accident. I thought, ah, and see? then I was like, oh, I got to keep that. So that- then I had to try to flick my shoe off at air. Okay, I I was, it was spot on, perfect. Uh. But the other thing is um, your Barbara Streisand Jingle Bells rendition. Uh. Now, as as a as a person whose whose band member is known for his breath control, the first thing I noticed was that you hardly breathe. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. All these words. How do you? How long do you prepare a sketch, or how long do you prepare bits? Well, that one, um, Brian Tucker. I got a text from him at like 2 a.m. with that song, and he said, I just heard this in a cab, and I think this would be really funny if you want to do it. And so then I just, I was like, number one, that's very funny that Brian Tucker is sending me a Barbra Streisand song. And then uh, if I, I just started practicing, I mean, it was just like, I'll, my neighbors probably think I'm insane because I'll just be singing things like that over and over. It's on repeat, on loop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At hours. nighttime in it, my apartment, yeah. Instead that has of sleeping. to be like 10,000 yeah. Malcolm Gladwell hours. Like, I, there's <laughs> no way. In the, like, I put the, I put it on Spotify myself, and I was like, there's no way that she learned this in less than a month or a year. Like, I thought that was something in your repertoire oh, no. you had forever. No, it's just when you're a lunatic, um, I think, and you don't sleep, you've got all those hours in the night. You are a lunatic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cecily, you never took singing, like, serious series? Um, I mean, I sang. Because you sang. Great. But I was never like a singer-singer, no. And there's a lot of singing I can't do. Well. So I'm more like, I can do sketch comedy singing. Speaking of which, what's the determining factor of when you guys warm up the crowd? Um, Is it that, in my mind, I thought that was like, oh, this is when, like, you're new to the NBA Mm-hmm. And the freshmen on the new team have to carry all the bags. So when they warm up the crowd, mm. um, Keenan does his uh, old soul review routine. And usually uh, three of the SNL ladies will be his pips. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like his version of Glass Night and the Pips. And they dress up for it and all this yeah. other th- and that's, that's the same thing. skit. They never, you never change. They never. Change. Well, no, no, it's oh. just a warm up thing. Okay, like, that's what I mean for the warm up. They always do the same warm up. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, wow. yeah, but I mean, the audience isn't crazy like me and be there every week, sure. so it's, it's almost, new to everybody, right? It's right. new to everyone. But what is the process of that? It's like if you're new, you have to sing, or is it like how do you guys negotiate it? Are they told like, well, it's my week to sing, or no, no, I. It, uh, 
I did it for four, five years or something, and then it was. But the, I, you sing, uh, give me some loving, right? And there was like I, I. Now the newer girls do it, especially because if the cold open is coming, to do that warm up and then to go right into the cold open can be kind of tough. And a lot of times Kate will be wearing crazy prosthetics or something. So then, yeah, I was wondering how you guys run with just three seconds left to right. So it's, uh, but I was definitely like I am done too. I broke my foot one year right before the show started, so I got out of warm ups and then was kind of like. Uh, can I stay? I up? like this. Speaking <laughs> of out, uh, you were in the coveted anchor chair of Weekend Update. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thirty. That's Thank you. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then you, well, because of you, I guess we now have Michael Che. Yeah. But why would you give up such a coveted spot? Well, I think it was doing it with Seth. Um, who was so established, made it feel like I could just go in and it was already a thing that I just could sort of slide into. And then when he left, it was Colin and I, and it was like, clearly this needs to now, we have to figure this whole new uh, thing out. And and it was just like, that the what that would have taken, if that was really exhausting and sort of like, I don't know that I want to spend my time now just figuring out what update's going to be. Mm. Um, so so uh, there were a lot of talks with Lauren and, you know, and it was, it wasn't an easy decision necessarily, but it was, I think, absolutely the right one. So would, would doing, does doing update require that you really have to have a chemistry with, whoever your partner is on the show and well i think it was because he was so new too so it was like two new people trying and it was just it like out. i just would rather i missed i just want to do it's more fun yeah, yeah. it's more fun to do the character so you yeah. can't do both you can't do update and characters i think if if seth had stayed longer i would have i could have stayed longer because it was I didn't. We didn't have to make something new. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But is it rare though? When we think about it, like it feels like the folks who always do weekend update do the least other stuff, right? Because Amy did a lot, right? Well, dang you. Yeah. Amy did do a lot. But I think like once you have, but just to try to figure out what that new dynamic was going to be, just felt like pretty daunting and 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 exciting, but not what I was wanted to do on the show the most. I see. Um, He's sorry. like so curious about SNL, man. Like, I'm gonna get past it's the it. Best. No, I, I mean it's, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that it's a very cute, an, uh, adorable childlike it feels curiosity. Feels very good to a, go see a message. No, he sees like so from many Questlove, on, and it's like there's nothing. I, I truly am like it's very flattering and oh. exciting. You can hear him laughing in the audience sometimes on TV. That's, okay, that's <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> no, I told them like, don't sit me the the mic that they put me under. But the mic is as close to my seat as the microphone right now that I'm sitting in. Wow! And so occasionally Jimmy will hit me like on my thing. Like, really? You thought that? Uh, you thought that? <laughs> you thought that Harry Potter joke was really that funny, Amir? Yeah. Really? Uh, really? Yeah. I always get outed uh, with with my laughter, so I try to. Have you done suppress it. SNL, Amir? Um, here's the weird thing. And speaking of when things get cut, 
Ah. Okay. Um, we were weird enough. Uh, yeah, always a bridesmaid, you. never a bride. <laughs> you and Tariq. Like we I were, said that. We were Buster's band. Weird enough, hosted by Donald Trump. Well, we were, yeah, we were Buster Rhymes' band uh, on his on the ninety on his ninety nine show. I think hosted by. Um, oh, damn, why did I fall down this rabbit hole? It was like Wuhan. Huh? Um, no, no, uh, that was his. Give me some more. Okay. Uh, period. Uh, okay. Do I really want to try to figure out this hill? No, name? no, no. Don't try to figure out. Just tell us what <laughs> happened. Oh, he's in Georgia the Jungle. Um, Which George? one? Wait. The last live? Uh, was he a voice? Oh, come on. I Don't do this to me. Was he uh, Baloo? He was also in the movie in which the woman was the devil. She's real sexy. She has an English accent. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley. Yes, you're right. Huh? You're yeah. Right. Yes, Brandon Fraser. Oh, oh. Thank you. Okay. Nice, Danny. Wow. Yes. We can play trivia. We got Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. 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 No, no. It was Brandon Fraser. I hope you die. I hope you burn in hell. I love that movie. (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, the Brandon Fraser show. Um, And then the Donald Trump show in which we did an album with Toots and the Maytales. I remember that. And Gwen Stefani. So. uh, Does he know you want to be in a skit? Because I know. Chester probably knows everybody else. No, I, I, my, my love of the show is actually watching two things. I love. I love watching the panic. Whoever your wardrobe lady is, that or not the wardrobe. Yeah, the host. The one that wrangles. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to watch. Mm -hmm. Like to watch her grab after monologue's done. Mm -hmm. She will grab you by the collar and next. Yeah, that to me watching the 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 machine run is my favorite shit ever. Also, Which is still on some VIP shit, because unlike other shows, SNL ain't the kind of show where you can be like, um, yes, can I get on the list for uh, next month's show? Um, uh, okay. However, my people. second favorite thing is um, I love I love throwing off the audience clap when it's time for the end. <laughs> so the band will you try do. to teach them oh, yeah. all the time. If they're ever off... Watching the band... You know Just that so disappointed in the audience every night. <laughs> it's not the audience. It's not the but audience. Really... It's me. Oh, because it's a. Uh, 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 right. Right. But it just like speeds up. Right. They go so fast. I'm the, the guy. Audience. I'm the one in the audience that's speeding up the clap, knowing that the nine oh people next God. to me. Oh, I love. So doing what are that. you doing, Amir? Wow. I'm sitting in the audience and I'm speeding up the clap. <laughs> Knowing that 13 to 14 people next to me are going to speed clap with me, and then so on and they so on and so on. They already on the one three. And then I mess it up. <laughs> uh-huh. Every time it's messed up, you know. I, now I'll know. You know to look up in the balcony and be like, I yeah. got to tell the band. No, don't do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. 
I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Um, all right, my last question is that most people use SNL as a springboard to other careers. Where actually now being on SNL is actually a cool end game. Yeah. I mean, Keenan's on his 20th year, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Wow, has for, it been that long for Keenan? Yeah, but it works for him. Straight from Good Burger, just bam. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a genius. Yeah, but that's amazing. It, he's made for it. It 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 works for him. Like, and so, but I mean, I'm certain that people had like, well, you know, Eddie Murphy did it, Sandler did it, you know, Tina Fey did it. Like, for you, do you have a vision board? And I'm not asking for like, this is your last year, but but do you have a vision board that you might consider like, okay, the end of this particular sentence will happen this particular year and then I'm going to develop this show or direct this movie or write. yeah I mean I think there's always I, I there's a lot of things I'd like to be doing I, some things you can do at the same time so it's sort of it, it, it'll just depend on uh, when it feels right to go but there's a lot of things I'd like to be doing like a lot of different things I think I brought up a project to you once that I wanted you to do that I'm still hoping are you Oh, we're we're propositioning each other now. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Yes, I'm 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 the king of yes, and then Steve laughs at me like, when are you going to fit this in your schedule? <laughs> Can you be the yeah. king of follow up? <sighs> the schedule right, is always right? tough. Yeah, and it's the worst. Yeah. So, do you plan your summers early? Like, are you a it's I need so to recharge for to, summer because or so many things move? fall apart? I mean, in this just in this industry, you think you're doing one thing. So then you don't plan for something else, and then that falls apart. So it's really just like, it's it's very frustrating. And then to know that I am taken from September to May, that's really tough. So that'll sort of be the deciding factor. If there is an important enough uh, offer, are you given leeway to take 
this week off and then I think now it, it, they've been more lenient I mean maybe I shouldn't say that out loud but it seems like it um, that they're that they're letting us sort of do that a little bit more to have Got some seniority kind of yeah, yeah and I think it's I, I think um, he likes having an established cast and having people that know each other and it's sort of like if that's how to keep people that maybe is the way to go what's well, like Warren Scorsese's like, I gotta have you as De Niro's daughter in The Irishman. Can you do it this these three weeks? I think then Lauren would make me. I would oh, have okay. to. That's, yeah. that's what I was saying. Okay, cool. Oh, one last thing. Um I I I was there when you did the last uh I say the last White House correspondence dinner. Oh yeah. What was that like for you? Um it was so it, it was terrifying because they asked me in August or something, and it's not till April. So I had like months to doubt myself and think about failing. But it was like, again, I'm I'm a big Obama head, mm-hmm. and it was like I, I just and and everyone was like, don't do it. Nobody like you never win. You don't win in that room. The best you can do is break even. But I was like, but it's Obama, so I have to do it. Push Wait, it regu- Push regular Chicago. people or no, industry like, people? Industry people. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're definitely trying to talk me out of it. I don't it's think like, people remember that. People just remember that you did it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. or unless you really want to make a mark like Michelle Wolf and like really lay the yeah. gauntlet down. But there no, was I few, thought it was great. There was a few in the past that really killed it. But now you, did you say it? I'm like, I can't even remember who it was that killed it. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You're right. Well, I think Colbert had a big one. Yeah. Which one was the year that Obama rapped? I don't know, but Keegan was there. That was the when one. I was there. That was, and a, that was like, oh great. That was, was right that, before I go on. Yeah. Oh, that was the same one. Oh. Yeah. That was a good night then. It was a good night. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought it was excellent. I yeah. thought it was wow. it was tasteful. It was so. very it was cool. And um it was the first it was a I I brought like fifteen people, my entire family and my grandfather and grandmother on Arlington National Cemetery, oh. Colonel Cecil Strong. And it was the first time I went with my dad to his parents' graves. So that nice. it was a very emotional trip as well. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you made that decision and not to listen to anyone that helped you talk to yourself out of a, yeah. a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I'm always going to take the chance to sit next to Michelle Obama. <laughs> that's a small group of people who have yeah. been asked to do that. So that's a big honor. That's still. great. Yeah. Well, uh, Cecily, I, I thank you for uh, coming to the show. Thank you and, so much and, for having and molding me. And being moldable. Uh, we looked it up. Moldable's an actual word. Sorry. <gasps> oh. Wow. Thanks again, Derek. In the clinch. Derek, man, you come through in the clutch, man. You about to you. get that tip. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Rundgren would be very mad. Shut at up, me. Steve. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you. I uh, appreciate you coming to the show. I'm so happy. And, uh, thank you. Yes. You're, you're definitely you one of my favorite players. And I, I appreciate you uh, enlightening our, our audience. All right, kids. Uh, that's another episode of Quest Love Supreme. On behalf of Laia, Sugar Steve, the sp- Spelling Steve is your new name. <laughs> uh, unpaid Bill. I, I guess one of these days, Lynn Man- uh, Manuel Miranda will let you come back right? to work. And uh, Montigolo, I hope you don't get, you know, uh, throat cancer with the <laughs> cigarettes. Hopefully you'll come back. Uh, this is Questlove. And, uh, oh, my fault. How you doing, Boss Bill? I hope we did you proud. We will see we you. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we will see you next week on the next round of Quest Love Supreme. All right, iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.